This is e-commerce FM, the e-commerce SEO podcast with Rob Carey and Matt Young. So welcome back then to episode five of e-commerce FM. I am Matt Young, one of your co-hosts, and this is Rob Carey. Good day to you, Rob. Hello. Yeah, it's been a good week, really. We've just been included in the iTunes uh, podcast directory and the Google podcast directory and on Spotify as well as a channel on there. So hopefully we'll pick up some more listeners and uh, more people can enjoy the show. Superb. Yeah, we definitely want people to go on there and, 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 you know, give your honest ratings. I know everybody goes on and and give us five stars. Of course, we want five stars. uh, But of course, we also want your feedback. You know, what are we doing? Uh, You can get in touch uh, with us and and give us some direct feedback if you want to email us via the website, ecommerce.fm. But yeah, get on there, give us some ratings. and, and, And of course, please share the podcast with your friends and your colleagues within the industry, because basically, Rob, that's what we're doing it for, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Okay, this week then we're talking about the huge topic, and I think I say this every week, you know, the topics that that we cover are massive, and this one is about e-commerce security. And because it's such a big topic, we've decided to split this down into part one today, and we're going to do part two again next week. So this week, we're going to cover SSL certificates and trust marks. And then next week, we're going to talk about server and software security in terms of e-commerce as well. So, um, And then, of course, as always happens, Rob, as we're going through this, we both think about new ideas for other episodes. So we're furiously taking notes. So I'm sure there will be more talk uh, about security as the uh, podcast goes on. So uh, are you ready to get cracking today then, Rob? Yeah, definitely. Let's go for it. Brilliant. Okay. So, you know, literally straight in with uh, the the most basic of questions, can you explain to me what e-commerce security is? So I would split it into two categories, which overlap quite a lot. And that's customer security, because you want your customer to feel safe when they're shopping on your website. And store security, where you want to protect your business from theft and vandalism. And the PR bad PR that can happen as a result of these kind of things happening to you. And both of these affect your revenue, your profits, and your overall financial success as an e-commerce store. So what can we do then for our customers? What kind of security can we put in place for them? Well, the first thing that most people think of is SSL certificates because they make the customer feel safe. They've been taught and educated to look out for the padlock symbol that appears in the web browser when you're buying online. And it's basically a way of encrypting data, which is sent between the shopper's web browser and your e-commerce store. And the SSL certificate verifies that the data hasn't been viewed by anyone else or tampered with. And sometimes it verifies who the website owner is as well. Okay, well, that's great. So I think we're all familiar with seeing the padlock uh, in the address bar, but are there different kinds of SSL certificates that we can get? Yeah, there are. And there's even SSL certificates which aren't for web browsers. So there's some which code sign. So code signing SSL certificates basically verify that the software that you download to use on your desktop computer, it was written by the original author and verifies that it hasn't been tampered with either. But today we're going to concentrate on web SSL certificates. They're mostly the same these days. There's a, a sort of a low end of the market and a top end of the market. The top end of the market is something called an EV SSL certificate, which stands for Extended Validation. And this is the SSL certificate that turns your web browser's address bar green. It shows who owns the certificate and where they're from. So if you went to a bank such as HSBC's website, if you went to hsbc.co.uk, 
the web browser would turn green and next to the address it would show HSBC and then in brackets UK and it verifies that that's the official website. Now these can be uh, quite expensive SSL certificates and they can also take weeks if not months to verify. There's a whole process which goes behind it such as making sure that you're a real legitimate company, they look up your details in the local government registers, they look into trade body registers as well, they ask to contact someone else within the company to verify that you're allowed to have this SSL certificate and they even phone the main switchboard number on your website and ask to be put through to you just to make sure that you do work in these companies. So it's a very rigorous process. And because of that cost, and I guess exclusivity, um, it's alienated a lot of security experts who tend to be more open source focused and they they prefer free and community related projects. And it's also kind of alienated the smaller businesses as well who might not be able to afford these certificates. But you do see them used by most banks and many e-commerce stores still. I think the main problem that they had was that the biggest websites never adopted them really. So if you look at Google or Facebook or Amazon, when you go to their websites, you didn't get the browser turning green. They didn't adopt this as a a security principle that all the major SSL certificate providers wanted them to. And unfortunately, because of this lack of adoption, many of the major browsers no longer turn the browser address bar green. So there's less of an appeal for these EV SSL certificates. They don't really show up more than a normal SSL certificate would. If you're looking at a modern latest version of Chrome or Firefox or Safari. But uh, I'd still say that these are value. You know, there's still people using outdated browsers which still turn the browser green. And it could even be sort of an SEO benefit later down the line to show that you've gone through this extra security process that you're more verified than a typical website. Okay, then. So what other types of SSL certificates are there then, Rob? So there's a huge range going from free certificates, which are a relatively new thing, up to SSL certificates that can cost thousands of pounds, which tend to be the EV, the extended validation SSL certificates. But there's only a small number of companies that commercially sell these certificates, and each of those has their own sub-brands, each with a different price point. So businesses used to buy VeriSign SSL certificates for thousands of dollars a year because the users recognized and trusted the badge on the website. And VeriSign's SSL business has since been sold many times, so it's hardly recognized anymore as it once was. Uh, VeriSign actually manages all of the world's .com and .net domain names and they had this SSL business which they then decided to sell to concentrate on their domain business. So they sold it to a very large security company called Symantec uh, back in 2010 for about $1.28 billion. It was a big business and Symantec then moved the SSL business into their Norton antivirus brand because they realized that more people knew about Norton than they did about Symantec. So again, it was about brand recognition for these badges that you can put on your website. And then further down the line in 2017, quite recently, Symantec sold their SSL business onto another SSL company called DigiCert. And DigiCert still have the right to use the Norton brand on their badges. So you still see those uh, secured by Norton badges on a lot of e-commerce websites. 
all these major SSL certificates are essentially the same, no matter how much you pay for them, which is quite surprising when, you know, this free SSL certificate is very much the same as the one which you're paying thousands of dollars for. There's some premium SSL certificates that offer huge warranties of up to $2 million, but these aren't really worth anything at all to you. They're essentially just a guarantee that SSL as a technology is safe. It doesn't guarantee that your customer isn't a fraudulent customer. It doesn't guarantee that the uh, customer will always get their money back. It's just a warranty over the fact that SSL works as a proven technology. It's basically the certificate provider's own liability insurance. So when you're shopping for an SSL certificate, don't worry about this warranty. Uh, It's not really going to benefit you or the customer in any way. But you're basically paying for a badge. Now, that's the main thing here. If you're going to go for a premium SSL certificate rather than a free one, you want that badge to be as recognisable as possible. And I'd say that Norton is probably the most recognisable brand out there at the moment for these. Okay, so, you know, you can pay for them, you can get them free, but, you know, can you, can you get free SSL certificates that are well-known? They're not so well-known. Uh, there's two main providers of free SSL certificates. Those are Let's Encrypt, which is a very recent new organisation, and Cloudflare, which is a big security and DNS providing company. Uh, when you get a free SSL certificate with a web hosting company, when you look to host your e-commerce store, they'll usually give you a Let's Encrypt certificate because they're free. Uh, they've been around since 2016, so as I said, relatively new. And you know it's really hard to actually launch these SSL certificate authorities. That's why there's not that many of them around. Because basically all web browsers have to recognize you and trust and verify your signed certificates. So you can't just start up a certificate authority one day and hope that it works. And it's not just new browsers as well that have to recognize you. Old browsers do as well. So even the old Internet Explorers and browsers that haven't got auto-update turned on, these all need to recognize your certificates as being valid. So whilst free SSL certificates have existed in the past, they haven't been fully adopted by the browsers because the browsers haven't always recognized them or the old browsers haven't recognized them either. So those free SSL certificates used to only be used for hobby projects or development projects. But Let's Encrypt and Cloudflare are different. They've created what's called an intermediate certificate off of a old root certificate, which is trusted by all the major browsers for decades, basically since they've been around. So whilst Let's Encrypt and Cloudflare are new, the certificates that they create are based on an old, old root certificate. So there's not really much difference between that Let's Encrypt certificate and the premium ones now. Also, Let's Encrypt is founded by companies including Mozilla, who create the Firefox browser, and Cisco. So they've got a lot of power there to put pressure on the browser vendors to support their SSL certificate and make sure that it's always verified and always valid. It seems a bit bonkers, but why would anyone pay for a certificate then? Well, Let's Encrypt can be risky for your e-commerce site. Basically, their certificates expire every 90 days, so it requires you to have some clever software to automatically renew this certificate before that 90 days comes up. Because if you don't manage to renew it in time, then the user gets a big security warning on their web browser and prevents the user from actually shopping on your website. So you have to make sure that every 90 days this certificate does get renewed. 
And it's quite a complicated process. And sometimes Let's Encrypt does have downtime, which means that if you only attempt to renew a certificate once, it might fail that once and therefore this, your old certificate will expire. Whereas if you get a commercial SSL certificate, they can be registered for up to five years. I mean, it's recommended that you don't buy an SSL certificate for more than two years so you can keep on getting a fresh new one with the latest security practices, etc. But it can mean that you don't have to worry about this for another five years, which is quite a big thing within most companies. Cloudflare SSL certificates are less likely to expire because the whole SSL process is managed by them. They create the SSL certificates for you and they automatically renew them. And if there's any issues, then they, they're able to uh, retry multiple times. So I'd say that Cloudflare SSL certificates are slightly less risky than Let's Encrypt. But the downside of Cloudflare is they put you on the same SSL certificate as anywhere between 50 and 100 other websites that use Cloudflare because it reduced their ultimate costs. So whilst it's not easy, you can actually view a list of all the websites that are also secured on the same certificate as you. When you click on the padlock in the browser and look for further information, you see a list there. And unfortunately, sometimes, you know, you get porn websites or very undesirable websites listed along beside yours. So while search engines might not look at this as a trust factor, potentially they could in the future and you might be connected to a website of a less desirable person or entity. Uh, Cloudflare does offer something called a dedicated SSL option for just $5 a month where you get your own certificate. So I'd say if you're using Cloudflare, it's definitely worth the cost in using a dedicated SSL and not just relying on their free version. But going back to the question, you're basically you're paying for brand and for the trust. If you're going to go for a premium one, that's really what you're getting. There's still consumers who fear of buying over websites outside of the usual like Amazon and eBay and Etsy. They want something which gives them a feeling of trust. And these security badges do give them. You know, they're proven to increase conversion rates in your website. They're proven to reduce cart abandonment issues. And some SSL trust marks are worth a lot more than others so very few people actually know who companies such as Komodo and Septigo or Digicert are but a lot of people if not most people have heard of Norton just from their antivirus software and there's some people that have heard of GeoTrust and Thought and it's no coincidence that Digicert's Norton SSL certificates are the most expensive followed by GeoTrust and Thought because it's basically putting a price on that brand on that trust so as I said before, ignore the warranty. It's practically worthless. You know, so don't think about that at all. Just think like sort of how recognized is this SSL certificates branding and how much is even a 1% increase in conversion rate worth to me? Because if this SSL certificate badge means that you increase your conversion rate by 1%, if that's more than the say 300 pounds a year you spend on the certificate, then it's a no brainer really. Even EV extended validation certificates could be worthwhile because there's still those old browsers out there which show the green bar and there's still that trust element, the fact that you've gone through all of that security process and it only costs an extra $200 a year, which is basically nothing compared to what your potential sales would be from someone who used one of these old browsers and seeing the browser bar go green and thinking, I can trust this website. So there's lots of heated debates in the security community about, you know, these big, bad profiteering security authorities. But as a business, your only concern should really be 
Does it make my customers feel safer? And does it make me more money? And I would say that getting a premium SSL certificate, even an EV SSL certificate for anything more than a tiny e-commerce store is definitely worth your money. It's crazy, isn't it, how the, the brands have infiltrated everywhere and you know the well the better known brands are, are going to charge more for these products and we see it in everyday life. Um, so, but getting back to kind of the SEO side of things, is there any SEO benefit to having that SSL certificate on your website? Yes, there is. So Google has used SSL certificate as a small ranking factor since 2014 and they've publicly announced that as well. The fact that if your website is on HTTPS, they do account for that when ranking websites. But it's not going to make you go from page five to ranking top three just because you're on HTTPS. So don't think of it as a significant advantage, but definitely see it as an advantage. Also, you will get users who are looking for HTTPS in the address bar before they even browse your website, let alone going through to the shopping cart or checkout. So make sure that your entire website is on HTTPS, that it's all protected by SSL and not just the checkout page and the account page. And Google doesn't care at the moment which SSL certificate you use as long as it's valid. So obviously make sure it doesn't expire because that's a huge trust issue and Google's going to pick up on that. But you don't have to worry too much about whether you're paying for Norton or Thought or if you've got Let's Encrypt uh, SSL certificate at the moment. That's not saying that I won't use it as a trust factor in the future, though. So in summary, Google wants to see more sites adopting SSL because it makes the user feel safer. It's harder for governments and employers to snoop on you as well when you're going from an SSL-protected Google search result to an SSL-protected website. And also, it protects Google's monopoly on user data because by using SSL, the only people that can see your browser history are yourself and Google because obviously Google knows that you're using their search results and then it also has Google Analytics installed on most major websites out there. So they have all that data about what people are looking at. It used to be that your internet service provider, the person that provides your internet connection, they used to be able to sell a lot of data to Google competitors about what uh, your search history might be in an anonymized way. And it meant that competing advertising agencies were then able to get information about users' activity to improve the advertising that they could offer to their clients. But by removing that, by making it so the ISPs can't see what you're doing on websites, it gives Google another advantage on what is basically paying their bills, their advertising business. And what if I can't choose my own type of SSL certificate? So, for example, if I'm using a, a SaaS e-commerce platform? Yeah, it's a good point. You know, there's, there's upsides of using the software as a service because obviously they renew the SSL certificate for you and that's a big responsibility. So sometimes outsourcing this task to your software as a service e-commerce platform or web host is a good thing. It's one less thing for you to worry about. But accidentally deleting or snoozing your SSL renewal reminder could cost your website days or weeks of revenue. So it's definitely not something that you want to have to think about too often. Most software as a service providers use Let's Encrypt, again, because it's free. Uh, a few of them allow you to upload a custom SSL certificate, especially on the enterprise level plans of these platforms. And that would allow you to still use something like Norton or Thought on your website. And there's also some other trust marks that you could buy. And if you can't get an SSL certificate from someone such as Norton or Thought, 
You could look at the other trust marks, such as McAfee. Uh, McAfee, obviously, a competing antivirus provider. They offer something called McAfee Secure, which is a trust mark where the service scans your website, alerts you if there's any malware or viruses or phishing attacks on your website. And if your website is totally clean, then they give you a seal of approval or a badge to put on there. And, you know, that can have as much of a conversion rate as something such as having Norton on there would. There was actually an e-consultancy eye-tracking consumer survey back in 2011, which showed that McAfee had the most recognized trust mark of any of them. And that includes the old Verisign trust mark. That 79% user recognition for the McAfee brand and that as a trust signal, more than Verisign, which was at 76%, and PayPal, which was at 72%. I think these things cost about $500 a year. It depends on your website size and traffic. There's quite often discounts available on some of the startup websites and web development websites as well. Plus, uh, added bonuses, they give you a clean link from their merchants directory to your website. So there's a small SEO benefit there as well. You can also, if you accept PayPal, have a verified by PayPal badge that can increase conversion rates as well, especially with people that prefer to use PayPal as a payment method. You get some people that won't use credit card forms outside of the major websites that they know. They prefer to use PayPal as a middleman. But there are downsides, of course, with PayPal. They usually have a higher transaction fee on credit cards. And there's also an increased chargeback fraud in general from PayPal customers. But, you know, customers get that extra protection there and it allows them to get a refund if they don't get the service they want. In America, there's the Better Business Bureau as well, the BBB. They offer a trust mark. It basically proves that you're a legally compliant and trusted business in America. And it's recognized by about 37% of Americans. So it's not huge, but, you know, it might be worth having a look at that and seeing if you can become Better Business Bureau uh, trusted and get that mark on your website there's a new european equivalent as well so if you're based in the eu you can go to ecommercetrustmark.eu and this is a new one to basically compete against the bbb for european businesses it's free if you're a member of a recognized local trade association and there's a list of those on their website Unfortunately, already the UK is not allowed this. So if you're based in the UK, you can't get one of these European trust marks. And there's a few others out there as well, which is worth sort of having a Google and having a look around for them. As always, Rob, I mean, so much covered in this episode. Uh, there will be a, a transcript of the show. It's on our website, ecommerce.fm. So if there's anything you want to look back on after listening to this show, just pop over there and uh, you'll be able to see. Uh, so before we wrap up then, Rob, have you got any other tips for our listeners? Well, I'd probably say definitely shop around when buying an SSL certificate. Don't just buy it from the people that rank number one in Google or buy it direct from your web host. There's a lot of better offers out there. Some of the resellers of these certificates can offer you up to 50% discounts versus the certificate authorities. So if you went direct to Norton or GeoTrust and bought a certificate from them, you'd be paying a lot more than you would through one of these resellers. Uh, one of the companies that offers a good discount is called theSSLstore.com. They've got some of the cheapest prices around. But again, remember to shop around because there might be some better offers out there as well. And when you do get your SSL certificate, if you get one of these ones with a recognized brand, make sure you display the trust mark promptly on your basket and checkout pages. You don't have to put it on every single page on your website, but definitely have it alongside the cart 
information on your website and also on the very final credit cards payment page. Uh, you want to get yourself that McAfee trust mark and put it in the same place as well. And in summary, if you're in the US, join the BBB. If you're in the EU, get an e-commerce trust mark logo. And if you're in the UK, there's something called trustmark.org.uk, which you can go to. It's not very recognized in the UK, but maybe that will happen further down the line. And if you're worried about your SSL certificate lapsing, not being renewed properly, and these big security warnings happening on your website, there's an app out there called littlewarden.com. It costs a few dollars a month, and it will basically monitor your SSL certificate and tell you days before you need to renew that certificate. So you don't have to worry about it so much. Brilliant, Rob. Thank you very much indeed. So basically, that's part one of our e-commerce security uh, show covered. Uh, we're going to be back again next week with part two, when we're going to be looking at the uh, server and software security on the e-commerce side of things. Um, but until then, uh, that's pretty much it from us, isn't it, Rob? Are you uh, got any got any plans for the rest of the week? I think I'll recover from all that talking I've just done. <laughs> I do feel like a bit of a, you know, I'm sat here thinking, oh, crack, he's doing all the work. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can, you can tell the man with the knowledge. It's definitely Rob Kerry. Uh, do make sure, again, we spoke about it at the beginning of the episode. Uh, do go and uh, give us a, a rating on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to our podcast from. Uh, have a look at the website and do follow our, follow our social media channels as well, because of course, we'll be keeping you up to date uh, with everything that's coming on the show. Uh, but until next week, have a brilliant week. Stay safe stay happy and we'll speak to you all soon this is e-commerce fm the e-commerce seo podcast with rob carey and matt young